Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. As you can see right now, I am joined by the most recent player evicted from the Big Brother house, Joseph Pucciarelli, also known as Pooch, my fellow Jersey boy. Yes, I'm a little disappointed um, because I had I had a little higher expectations. And so I was hoping that we kind of like rolled through. I was like, let's go, Pooch. He's got that Italian look to him. This is my guy, Italian Stallion. Rock and roll to the end. And uh, you made a decision to uh, ultimately... You know, oh, cripple yeah. yourself. But Pooch, welcome to the Winner Circle, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, sir, man. Big fan. Happy to be here. Happy to get this opportunity. You know, get to sit down and speak one on one with you. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, bro. Uh, how are you feeling right now? How's your head? I'm good. You know, I I'm so grateful for the opportunity. So in a sense, you know, I am. You know, I'm happy, man. It's not everybody gets to do that. It's once in a lifetime. The fact that I uh, got this opportunity and this was my first time, you know, applying or even trying for this. Yeah. So it for it to happen the first time was pretty incredible. Uh, now I'm definitely still thinking about what I could have done better and differently. Uh, but besides yeah. that, man, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. You know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I, I want to touch on something you just said. It's actually, I feel like it's a question that a ton of people that are trying to get on the show are always asking. Yeah. And you're somebody that just, you just said you got on in your first attempt, yeah. right? Yes, sir. What was the process like for you and what recommendations would you have for somebody? Because these are things now I'm, I'm a few years out. And I had a different experience. And so I would love for, for everybody that watches this to really understand what the process is like and what advice you would have to go out. If someone's like, yo, I want to get on the first time I put on. Yeah. How do you, how would so, you recommend? Man, it's they get on? crazy. It really is crazy. Cause I've never done anything like it in my life. Not any reality TV show applied for, not big brother. Um, I was actually looking for a job. Obviously I was coaching football and knew I was going to be, uh, you know, looking to coach at another school, another university. Um, so one day after I was, you know, done applying to, you know, whatever was 20, 30 colleges to coach football, um, I was like, let me just see what the application process is like for Big Brother. And all it was were quick form, you know, name, birthday, inf simple information, email, and then send in a video. I'm telling you now, my video was no more than important. Yeah. Yeah. My video was no more than 50 seconds, maybe which was incredible, you know? And the thing that's hysterical is my phone wasn't working, my video. So if I take a regular video on my phone, it wasn't working the sound. So I had to do it on Snapchat. For whatever reason, if okay. I record it, I could hear it on Snapchat. But Snapchat only gives okay. you a couple seconds. Uh, so I had to do it. I'm, I couldn't go any longer than Snapchat would allow me to. And I think whatever it was, it ended up being like 50 okay. seconds. Yep. But uh, it, it was- What did you put in that video? Like, this is what- this is what I think the biggest question is because I had a similar situation, bro. I couldn't get the video to work. I did it on my computer. I put in a 30-second video. Yeah, for sure. Literally, dude, I'm telling you, mine was probably around 45, 50 seconds. So what I put in – And what do you say? So, you know, I really played up the personality, the whole persona of Pooch. You know, I played up, hey, my name's – I could probably do it right now. I, I don't remember it word for word, but it was somewhere along the, along the lines of – Hey, what's going on? My name is Joe Pucciarelli. I go by Pooch. You know, I'm from Staten Island, New York. I'm living down in South Florida, coaching college football as a 24-year-old. Uh, big fan of Big Brother. You know, I plan on using the charisma charm, the hair, the blue eyes to, you know, get on this show and help me be successful. And even when I put in that video, like I'm not, I don't love myself. I promise you. There's a lot of issues I got. I promise. There's a lot of things I would change. Um, and I'm learning to keep loving myself, you know, and, you know, that whole self-love. And it's important. Um, but I really just played up to a persona of pooch, you know? Okay. So you, you, you put, you put yourself in character almost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, put, I 
tried to, you know, give him what they wanted. You know, and I thought that was a strong personality, somebody where, you know, the Italian, that the AO, you know, it's a sense of, you know, just a big, big personality. I don't know, man. I think you brought the personality into the video that you probably, which is you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think you just turn it on. I think it's a piece of yourself. And I feel like my advice to people when they do this is you bring out the, the like you bring out yourself when you're around your family mm -hmm. or your closest friends. Cause that I feel like is like true as to who you are. Absolutely. And if you bring that side of you out, Casting gets a glimpse of it and they're like, I like that. Or they're like, I want to see a little more of that. But if you try to be something where you're like, oh, I'm not really that guy. Like, come on, Pooch. For you sure. know you look in the mirror yeah. and you're like, I, know, I like this a hair. A little bit. Yeah. It's like I'm, hey, bro, I'm the same way. There's nothing wrong with being confident. <laughs> we live in a day and age where everybody says, love yourself. I'm okay with loving myself. No doubt. No, that's As long as I, you're not arrogant. If you're arrogant, then I don't exactly. like Exactly. It was more of the sense of just, you know, just – it was like putting on another persona, but, you know, like you said, being your true inner self, you know, that not many people get to see. So at the end of the day, the yeah. one tip I would give is, you know, be you, you know, if you have to play into yeah. it a little bit more than you might usually, nobody's going to see it. You know, your friends, family, I accidentally posted my video on Snapchat on my story for about three minutes. Okay. So I had friends comment and, and uh, post. trying to go on Big Brother? They were like, what the fuck is this? They were like, what are you doing? They were like, what are you applying for? And I, I actually had to text my friends and be like, it's a joke. It was a prank. Like I, I had yeah. to, somebody pranked me and told me that, hey, put something on social media like I was applying for Big Brother, you know? And I was yeah. like, but I actually wasn't. When I absolutely was, you know, which was pretty funny. Yeah, totally. All right. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. Because I feel like that's something that people really like to hear. And that's not a conversation I was expecting to have, to mm -hmm. be honest. But I, I like that we went down that For road. Sure. We're going to jump into it, right? There's a lot to unfold oh, here. Yeah. Even though it's only two weeks, your season had a lot going on outside of the house, even in the first week, the first two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so, but first and foremost, I obviously want to ask you, this is something that we ask everybody is, what were your expectations before you went into the house? And then now that you've played it and you've been evicted, have those have those expectations been met? And if not, how have they changed? Yeah. So my expectations, at least going in my gameplay was, you know, I wanted to be a strong, I didn't want to be a floater. I wouldn't allow myself. My personality wouldn't allow myself how I wanted to play the game. Being a fan, I wouldn't allow myself to float. And I think mm -hmm. that hurt me a little bit more because I tried to come in hot and heavy. Uh, but I really thought, you know, I wanted to get strong competitors out early, whether it was male, female, whatever, you know, I wanted to be a strong player mm -hmm. and make an impact on the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when that's what you wanted to go in with now that I feel like you did that, you, you went in, in the second week, you, the first week it was tough, right? You had the backstage boss sure. twist. Not you have no idea what that's going to bring. Not. Right. So when Julie tells you what is involved in the backstage boss, what's the first thing that runs through your head? Is because at first I wanted to, you know, lay low and, you know, not hide my personality a little bit. You know, I'm a big personality, a big, I have a, mm -hmm. you know, big sense of humor. And it was something where, I was like, well, now this doesn't allow me to lay low. You know, it kind of puts a, more of a target on my back. You know, I'm a, a, a male figure that's in decent shape. You know, it doesn't help me. I have a big personality. And now Julie puts this twist on top of me. It puts me in the middle of it and gave me about 30 seconds to make a decision where, and that was a big thing I speak about even with the other house guests. When I had to pick the backstage boss and the backstage, the, the other three females, 
I couldn't even see where like the porter party challenge was when I'm up top. I couldn't even see their faces. Yeah. So until everybody yeah. was lined up in front of me, I had no idea. I, I saw another five, six people that I didn't even see their faces, you know, until they were in front of me. Yeah. So, so you're ultimately, I feel like you're trying to defend yourself a little bit right now because you picked three women. <laughs> yeah. And I, is that what's happening right now? A little bit. Yes. But, and I thought yeah. in the, the, and thank God Julie gave me that whatever 30 second, uh, commercial break to make that decision because I had no idea what I was going to do. And I was going to have to draw lines right out of the gate and coming yeah, up, totally. coming up with the, uh, the, whoever the first three that dropped in the competition first dropped Easy. or got out. Great decision. Yeah. I, I thought that, that, that made a lot of sense. You know, it was something where if I just picked, Hey, you, 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 it would have been, you know, more of a, you know, why'd you do that? Or why'd you cross that line? Or you want to work with this person or you don't. And at the end of the day, it was, I, I really didn't know it was three females. I did not because I didn't know who got out first in the Porter Potty Challenge. I couldn't remember who dropped yeah. first because it, it happened so fast and my mind was going. You know, the only person yeah. that I picked out personally because of the, the earring competition or the jewelry competition was Brittany. Yep. And I picked Brittany yeah. because I didn't think she would have held a vendetta against me, which hopefully she didn't. And I didn't watch too much of the season yet. But if I picked a male, I know how males' egos are. If I got picked, I would have been like, why'd he pick me? You know, right out of the, right, right from the jump. And I would have been, you know, even if I wasn't mad and I would have played it off like it was cool, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I would have, you know, been like, hey, like, I, that's how you feel. You either think I'm a threat or you picked me out for a reason. I would have taken it personally. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that. It's just, it's a tough time now, you know, cause you, you pick, you pick the three girls and then immediately it almost made the girls want to be like, well, you know what? I know I think we should go after Pooch. I know, and then it's I, tough. It's a tough game for sure, right? It's because you're trying to. You play. never know what decisions. Exactly, you're trying to play the game, and at the end of the day, I was trying to play the game and what made the most sense for me for the game. And you're also thinking yeah. when you make decisions like that, is how is society gonna, you know, how are they gonna see you, or how are they gonna, you know, interpret your decisions? But at the end of the day, it was I was playing the game, and decisions I made were strictly game. Yeah, I always say this, and I wish they would allow you know, more conversations before people go into the house. It's if you stay true to who you are and you know why you make your decisions, mm-hmm. whatever, ever, whatever the outside wants to kind of put on you, you know exactly who you are on the inside and you know your truth. And then you don't really have to answer. To sure. it. Like, you don't seem like a guy that's like, oh, I want to pick the three women just because I want three women up there. Oh, no, I would never. They would never and be so, Exactly. And that's not who you are. Like, no. I, I I, don't need to talk to you. I know where you're from. I know, like, yes, sir. your mom popped in right before we started this. Like, you're not a guy that just has it out for the women. Oh, and so for sure. I appreciate you kind of, you know, answering to that. There's there's a few more things we need to get into. Absolutely. But um, the next thing I wanted to ask you was what was the hardest adjustment for you? going into the big brother house so the, i guess the hardest adjustment was really you know because i'm sure as you know there is no outside the backyard is shut yeah. down the majority of the show so i'm usually you know i like to explore adventure you know i like to be out I like to do different things so being actually isolated in the actual house was very difficult you know just where mm-hmm. you literally can't get sunlight besides one maybe two times a week you know i guess for me right. that was my biggest you know not concerned, but ended up like, I just need some fresh air, you know, reset the mind. Totally. People don't really understand that. I always say that's probably the hardest part is you don't just get natural sunlight. And that vitamin D is like super important for one, for our psyche, Mm -hmm. for our health. For sure. And just for like our everyday living. And, and so when you are shut down, we were in the backyard during all-star season because it was like middle of the pandemic. We had the backyard maybe like one and a half days. Yeah. So think about that. Like, it's like, 
36 hours we're in the backyard and then we're inside for the next like five that's exactly days. And that messes with your head yep hours was we got so all day sunday and then maybe mm -hmm. like a couple hours saturday night and then after that at least i know i was only in for two weeks but for those two weeks it was saturday night maybe and then all day sunday mm -hmm. after that the thing shut down you're locked in the house yeah yeah, it's tough, and, and people don't realize the 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 bright white LED lights oh, that they have in there for burn sure. your retinas. Like I remember going to bed, and my eyeballs would just be throbbing. Dude, I'm so happy, like, dude. Yeah. I can't sleep. I'm so happy you brought that up because you're the, obviously one of the first people I'm speaking about. Because the rest of the cast that I was on with is in the house. So the fact mm -hmm. that you just under like, I would always be like, why why is the cast wear sunglasses in the house so much? Yeah, and it's because there's these huge studio lights at the top where if you look at for two seconds, you're about blinded for about a minute or a minute plus, you know? So it is, there's so much you learn being on the show, you know, that you just don't know as a fan. <clears throat> yeah. And you just have to live through and you have to adjust while you're there. Exactly. So I, I love that answer. Um, all right. So you decide to put yourself on the block. <laughs> you have this big plan because the house wants Taylor out. The house wants yeah. Taylor out bad. You decide to come up with this plan to put yourself on the block. We talked about it a little bit. You're like, Dr. Will is one of your favorites, which he's one For of sure. everybody. He's just awesome. This this guy is this guy is he cannot be emulated. Never. He just was in his own rank, right? But I understand the concept that you you kind of were correlating to where he just was fearless to fearless. go on the block. Yeah. <laughs> You go on the block, right? And you're thinking stuff is going your way. You got a little cocky. Oh, absolutely. You got a little cocky. when I, There was a conversation they showed between you and Joseph, who was your boy. And you're like, he's an idiot for telling me like I'm getting I too know, confident. Man. I know. Right? So we go through that. At what point did you feel? Because I know I saw like there was stuff on the feeds. At what point did you feel like, uh-oh, maybe this wasn't the right decision? Yeah. So <clears throat> it really was. And the whole thing with Joseph, like that's something I gotta apologize to him right away because I didn't realize how much he had my he's back. Gonna bro. He's he's gonna understand for he's sure, brother. for sure. So him having my back, love that about him. I just thought, you know, I was playing the game from the second I walked in. You know, my main my brain was going game, 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 and I feel like everybody does the whole, oh, let's get to know each other, this, that, which is awesome. I love getting to meet the people. It's a great cast. Everybody comes from a different background, but as that's going on, I'm still thinking game, game, game. Um, so you know, I got a little too cocky, absolutely. Um, but there was something where I knew when I was starting to sink or something was up was <clears throat> I thought I had a great chance of winning the veto. You know, I think I'm a competitor. Mm -hmm. I think I'm in, uh, you know, uh, decent physical shape where I was like, hey, worst comes to worst. I need to win that veto just to secure my safety. And right after the veto, I saw every girl and Michael go into the HOH room, which did not happen the first week. The girls were a little bit. It was just in the sense where. The guys kind of all meshed together. Everybody was, you know, cool. And the girls were good with each other, but it was a little more clicky in the sense where some people got along better with each other, mm -hmm. you know. But once they got the HOH room and I saw them all after the veto go in there, and I was like, okay, I'm part of the plan. I put myself up on the block. I'm pretty sure I should be in that room with there. Yeah. <laughs> why am I not yeah, up there? I was like, why am I not? I was sitting by the pool table. And I was like, why am I not in there? And I was like, they're not. They're friendly with each other, but I've never seen that entire group plus Michael in the HOH room. And that's the one place where every other room you can kind of walk in and out leisurely, you know, that's the one room where you got to knock, you know, make yourself present and walk right. in and it, it, you know, you have to make an entrance. And that's something where once yeah. I saw them all go in there, which they did not before or the first week, I was like, I might be in a little bit of trouble. 
Yeah. And, and so that's obviously, it, it's funny how the different things that you, when you think things are going your way and then you notice that one like little switch, but I will tell you, man, the girls in the house are pretty cutthroat. Oh dude, they're badass. And that was, they're ready they, to rock. They man. Are badass. They are ready to rock. And I feel like they were probably underestimated by some of the other people in the house. And I don't think anybody realizes how tight they actually are and how, mm ready to go to war they are for sure and when you found out that the girly girl alliance was in there like what were the first thoughts that went through your head yeah i mean just like i told julie like it's badass you know i think i said the phrase too they got my ass and that's what they did they got my ass (laughs) you know i thought that they were playing you know more of a personal game and had their personal agendas and personal feelings would get in the way and I didn't think that they were thinking game, game yet or this early. Or they say they were just kind of, hey, let's take it easy, get a couple people out we don't like personally for whatever reason, and then we'll start playing the game more. Um, but, yeah, they got my ass. They did. I underestimated them. They're badass. I'm excited to watch and see yeah. what they do. And I think, I mean, some of the guys might be in trouble, you know. That's a big mistake, dude. I'll tell you right now, the women that come on this show are not they, – they don't come on the show to just like kind of like – play just mm-hmm. go there for the summer for sure the women that come on the show have something to prove and they know they're coming into the house with guys that may be a little arrogant mm-hmm. not calling you arrogant no just, for sure for the most part there's guys that kind of are overconfident and just go in the house and these girls came in and there, there were a couple of them like amira's pretty cutthroat bad at, amira like, is amira's so cutthroat. intelligent i'll tell you right now she had yeah. a great chance to win this game it was something where Hold on, hold on. Well, let's not let's not jump ahead because that's a question I, I have I for you. It. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know that stuff. But um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, it, it's unfortunate that it kind of is at your expense, and you wish that you would get in the house for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, outside of you know the whole nominating yourself, what would you say <laughs> if you could go back and do this week over? Yeah. Right. How would you how would you do it over? And even even if that meant I would put myself on the block again, but I would play it this way. How do you think you could play this week over where it ends with you not going home? Yeah, well, I wouldn't have put myself on the block. The thing is, I got in really <laughs> tight with the guys early, and I feel like I wanted to show the girls, you know, that they could trust me also and just earn a little bit of trust and have that. My game plan was, hey, I'm going to need to – and I know I'm cutthroat in a way where I would have done what was best for my game 100%, mm-hmm. and it would have hurt people's feelings, especially later on. Um, but I would have done it, you know, sooner rather than later. So I wanted to have something mm-hmm. in my back pocket where I could say, hey, because I was a pawn and did this for you, I need you to do it for me. You know, and I probably would have done the same exact thing where I would have made them feel comfortable. And then I probably would have done my best to try to send them packing, you know, just like they did to me. Yeah. So they really, yeah. uh, I think, obviously, I shouldn't have pooched the pawn. I mean, I will never forget it. Yeah, you screwed the pooch. No doubt. Screwed the pooch. I've seen it all already on social media. There's some great I, I could have wait to say that. And I was like, I'm not original, but I have to say it. <laughs> no, they're, they're great. They're, they're hysterical. And it was – I went into fearless, too cocky. Like you said, I'm a big Dr. Will fan. and But mm-hmm. I didn't – Dr. Will, like you said, used it to manipulate. And people wouldn't actually put him on the block. Or he wouldn't actually ask to go on the block. I literally put myself on a – you know, a nice dinner table with some, you know, uh, like a like a Thanksgiving turkey, you know, and they they yeah, took bro, the you had the apple in your mouth. And oh, everything, for sure, bro. you were like the, you were like the slow cooking <sighs> pig Dude. that's rotating. They were like the girls are licking their chops, like pooch. Thank you for handing I yourself. Know, and I didn't on think I didn't think they would do it, and they did. Yeah. So I was definitely, uh, you know, in the game yeah, sense, no. it was a great move, and I was super proud of them. It was. I mean, it, hey, when when there, I always say it. It's always tough, but when somebody is on the block. 
And you may not have done it, but once they're sitting there and it's eviction night, they'll hopefully understand. Mm -hmm. And you seem like a guy that kind of gets it and you respect the game. For sure. It's just tough to emulate. That's why it's like you see Dr. Will, man. He's a tough game to emulate because he used that fearless aspect to his game as a manipulative tactic. Like, I don't care about this game. Like, almost like, I'm a doctor. Like, I don't need anything Any that's game, here. Sure. Do whatever happens. I don't care. And it almost made people – he's just – he's in a league of his own. He's a different type of Absolutely. player. Absolutely. One of the best. So, so obviously, I know you see some of the stuff that's going around in social media behind the treatment of Taylor. Yep. Right? There's a lot of different conversations that are happening. There were conversations that happened on this podcast. There's a lot of conversations from past players that are going out there. Obviously, there's different things. There's a racial aspect to it. And so now I, I kind of want to give you a chance to answer to some of those things that I'm sure you have seen. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've seen them. You know, my Twitter, Instagram's going crazy, the comments. Uh, but at the end of the day, I know the person I am and what's in my heart. And I know it's good. I know it's pure. Um, I don't know. Like, I have no idea what they showed in my DRs because I spoke about it. Me and Taylor will be very good friends, you know, after this house, once she mm -hmm. eventually, whether she wins it or she gets voted out in a few weeks, whatever, we're going to be very good friends. Me and Taylor, in a sense, are very, you know, we speak our mind and we're unapologetically, mm -hmm. we will be ourselves, you know. And at the yeah. end of the day, I saw a lot of myself in her and that's what worried mm -hmm. me because I knew mm -hmm. I thought I was a strong player and I knew she was a strong player. So mm -hmm. me and I saw the rest of the house for whatever reason, personally, or they didn't like that Taylor spoke her mind, you know, mm -hmm. which is because she's a strong, independent woman, you know, and that's intimidating mm -hmm. in the game sense. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was something where I tried to use that to my advantage, you know, that they saw that Taylor was a strong, independent woman that spoke her mind because I knew at some point, you know, she would probably be coming for me. Um, and I think and I said it in another house with different people, me and Taylor probably would have been, you know, together or paired or in an alliance. It was something where I saw, for whatever reason, the house, because she was one of the only people in the house that spoke her mind, and people saw that and were intimidated, you know, and it was something where I couldn't team up with her because it would have hurt my long game, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Um, the only thing that I was seeing and that I think a lot of us saw on the outside was this, like, like her just kind of being, like, ostracized and outcast. Did you see that on the inside? Because it was like pretty – like a lot of people were seeing him were like – and I know as a, as a previous player, the I've seen it happen on multiple mm -hmm. seasons where the person is just kind of like on their own. And in that house, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen. And I always like kind of want to hammer the cast to be like, I don't care whether it's game or not. Mm -hmm. like it, it's game. That person could be trying to backstab me. I'm going to be like, if they're sitting by themselves, I'm like, I'm walking over there just to say what's up. Exactly. Just to like make sure that they're okay because that house messes with your head. And I think that's where a lot of it came from. And then there's other there's other things that were, were put on it as well. But I think for the most part, it was just how she was almost like ostracized. And did, was that was that seen in the house? From the inside, it was spoken about very early on. We did not want bullies in the house. And if it was somebody mm -hmm. and we if we saw one bully, and it probably made us all look like bullies because it was happening to Taylor, which is unfortunate. But we made it very mm -hmm. clear, even if we knew that we wanted to get Taylor out and it was best for our game, that does not mean we, you know, we if she walks into a room, we make it feel weird. There's no reason to. We yeah. like Taylor. You know, Taylor's a yeah. very, you know, is a great woman. I, and I'm not just saying that to say it. She's awesome. You know, we liked yeah. hanging around her. It was something where there was more people that might have been bothered by her personality, but I was fine. You know, it was we made it very clear, hey, if we want to get Taylor out, do not make her feel weird, just like anybody in the house. Because mm -hmm. 
It's yeah. so easy to see if people are in the room and if somebody walks in, we've seen it every year and then the conversation yeah. shuts down or, you know, makes them feel uncomfortable. And as a cast, that group of people, and they just voted me 12 out, you know, 12 votes to yeah. zero. So I could be talking, you know, on everybody's name and say, but they are a bunch of great people. And I can't wait to hang out with them mm-hmm. after this game. And it was something where I'm not sure how they were portraying it on TV, but I do not mm-hmm. think it was uh, maybe once we speak to you guys speak to Taylor or whether she wins or is out in a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I hope she didn't feel like that. I really don't. Cause we tried, at least I tried to make sure uh, you know, that there were no bullies in the house. And it was something where, you know, everybody could get put game and personal aside, you know, and everybody could enjoy being around everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's tough because when you're watching on the outside, it's always, it's always a different perspective mm-hmm. and everybody all over that's watching has different perspectives. Like I could watch it and feel some type of way and a different person could watch it and feel completely different. Absolutely. And so that's where I think, I, I think that's where these conversations are stemming from. It's just to bring perspective. And so I just, you know, Taylor, that's what I noticed the most about her. She was somebody that just wasn't afraid. She was confident. Oh, absolutely. In the big brother house, sometimes speaking your mind, it's tough yeah. because people like are rubbed the wrong way. And if there's somebody that's jealous of you, which is where I think it kind of came from t- jealousy or an- any view of something that's overconfidence turns to a threat. Mm-hmm. And threatening is not great. If somebody makes me feel threatened, even if it's because of my own insecurity, that causes like the claws to come out. And so, I mean, that was the only thing we were watching on the outside and just hoping that Taylor was like, what was she like around people? Because there was a lot of people thinking like, oh, it seemed like people would leave the room when Taylor walked in. And I was like, that's a big brother thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes that happens. People can't control that. If people if people were speaking game, then probably. But if it wasn't game, Taylor was around. And it was something where, and it's unfortunate, but even once I was on the block next to her, I had to do what was best for my game. And it's unfortunate because mm-hmm. if I had to be like, if someone was like, oh, Taylor's annoying, I had to play it up and be like, yeah, she is. But that wasn't because yeah. I think Taylor's annoying. It's because I'm sitting up on the block and I was like, I need that narrative to stay in the house till right. the end of the week to make sure I'm still here. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it was me against yeah. her. And I really wanted to stay in the house so badly, you know, so badly. Yeah. Yeah. So the votes are starting to get red, right? What is going through your head? You hear a vote of 12 to 0. <laughs> What what has now hit? How has it sunk in? Do you feel like, okay, I'm good? Or do you feel like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble? Yeah, I haven't seen my face yet, so I'm interested to see it. But uh, I was – I heard 12 to 0, and I was like, oh, your boy's good. I was like, your boy is good. I was like, the plan worked. I was like, the plan worked. I was like, they didn't take the shot. I was like, I'm going to win that HOH, which is about to be in five minutes. And I was – I was like, I'm going to, you know, they're going to say, damn, we had them there and we didn't take the shot and now they're going to regret it. And then Julie continues the sentence and says, Pooch is evicted. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, what? time out. I'm thinking in my head for the first 10 seconds of what she said. Hey, your boy's good. He's in the clear. This actually worked. And then it goes 360, 180, whatever. And I'm thinking, holy shit, I did, I did mm-hmm. myself in and they took the shot. Yeah. Um, so definitely yeah. shocked. I really was shocked. So even up to the last moment, there was overconfidence. Oh, that- <laughs> you, you were 12 and you were like, yo, I'm ready I'm to rock. Was, Let's go HOH. Not one person told me. Not one person. And I don't think it was because I was hated in the house. You know, I think no, I had no, a lot no. of friends in the no. house. I truly think not. there was, because even Turner, my boy, till the end, I don't think he wanted to tell me 
because he didn't want to break my heart. Nobody, not one person in the house, I think, because we now have hard list to get on the show and all we did to get there. I don't think one person wanted to be like, dude, it's over, man. It's over. And they wanted me to hear from yeah. Julie and have it happen. And it's crazy because now I rethink in my mind, right before we sat down to uh, for everybody to vote, listen to the votes, I saw Turner Turner in the kitchen and Joseph went, in, went up to him. And Joseph walked away. And then I went up to Turner. I was like, what was that about? Like, that was weird, like last second. And Turner said to me, he was like, bro, he just asked me what I was going to do. And I told him, I mean, he knows what I'm going to do. And even him telling me that, what that real conversation probably was, was, bro, do we vote against the house? You know, and we just put up a couple of mm-hmm. votes for our boy, you know, or they were like, hey, mm-hmm. do we vote with the house and, you know, just go with him and don't put more of a target on our back. And I'm happy they went with the decision they did to, you know, make it 12-0 and not isolate themselves because it would have been an excuse for, you know, the house to come after after them after. Yeah, I think I, I think it's a couple of things, right? Because I was always on like a decent – I was always on the good – the right side of a blindside vote. And for me, it was always, I know, and that that sounds like kind of like a- No, no, but you were, man. It's it's a good thing. But for me, you could have been my boy in the house. And there was people that were on the wrong side of like a blindside vote. And the reason why I didn't tell them was because I was like, there could be something that is divulged that hurts me. Even Mm -hmm. if it's something, I could have the best relationship with you. But now all of a sudden I come to you and I go, pooch, it's, it's going the other way. You're not staying- and now you could possibly for a number of different reasons, psychologically, because I'm the one that brings the information mm-hmm. to you, you may want to have it out for me. There's yep. no way to know how someone's going to take that, even if you are super tight with them. So for me, it was always, I can't tell them because I don't know. They may turn and go, you know what? Cody just told me this. I'm now going to say something that could hurt him exactly. because I'm bothered by him that he waited until now. So it was always like, waiting for the blind side if they blow up they're probably going to blow up on multiple people Mm -hmm. and hopefully i'm able to like backtrack from there but that's why i was always doing it and it was always hard because when you blindside someone that you actually care about like i feel like you and turner you and joseph fat they didn't really like show a ton of your and turner's relationship i'm surprised from what it sounds like you two were really tight dude and he we were the like this man and i don't have one it's me and, me and Turner are such different people. You know, I come mm-hmm. from more of the sporty background, you know, super into sports, playing, watching, mm-hmm. coaching. Turner's more in, you know, the arts of he makes rugs, has his own business. This is mm-hmm. had tattoos. I'm a little bit more clean cut. Not that one's better or worse, but yeah. we both said it and we would crack up. We were like, dude, when we walk into the backyard and we're like scanning out people, eyeing everybody up. We both looked at each other in a sense, not at that time, and said, that guy, probably probably we won't be allies, you know, work together. So the fact mm-hmm. that we got like this, we'd stay up till 3, 4, 5 in the morning, just me and him talking about life, yeah. talking about the game. It was, Turner's my guy, and he'll be my guy for life. Yeah. And I'm, you know, it's something yeah. where we, I think we could, like, from a straight personal, you know, why in the game, I think we had one of the more genuine, you know, connections. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that it's, it's unfortunate when they don't show that aspect of it, but really at the end of the day, what does it matter? Mm -hmm. As long as you have a relationship that you're going to carry outside of the house, Absolutely. who cares if they showed it or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last question I have for you, and then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you get back to the shore and enjoy that because it's nice here in the shore, man. I might actually, I might, I might might be seeing myself at the beach. (laughs) There we go. Um, who do you feel like is playing the best game? And on the flip side of that, or not on the flip side of that, just kind of going along the lines, who do you think is in the best position to win? 
I know it's early. It's like kind of a crapshoot. It could turn in a day. But. Yeah. So I think that Amira and Nicole are playing a great game, you know, where they are in a very good spot and they are both so intelligent, you know, and have a mind of their own. You know, it's something where I don't think it'll be easy to sway them. As a competitor, when I was in the house, I wanted to keep people around that I feel like I could play an influence, you know, in the way they thought or when they were making an important decision. And I truly believe that if it would have been very hard to change the opinion of Amira and Nicole's, which is a good thing, you know, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. a, a kudos to them, you know, it would have been very tough. So I do think Amira and Nicole are playing a great game right now and uh, putting, setting themselves up for success. Uh, one of the best or one of the people I think house guests are in the best position to win is Kyle. Man, Kyle is somebody that hmm. he's in with the guys, but he's in with the girls. You know, it's something where he is truly such a genuinely good guy where like if if he sat up there next to um, uh, Taylor, I don't think they would have voted him out. I don't think they would have taken mm-hmm. a shot. I would have been very surprised. It's just something where, mm-hmm. you know, he plays a low key profile, but does just enough jokes, has just enough personal game where I think the guys think he, that they all have each other's back, or at least the group like Monty, Turner, Joseph, they believe that Kyle has their back. But also because Alyssa is in love with Kyle, uh, it, that helps him get in with the girls. So Kyle is in a great spot to win this game. Well, are you aware that Kyle is also in an alliance with Alyssa? Yes, which makes perfect so he's, sense. He's in a good spot. Like perfect he's got sense. that. He has the other alliance with Michael, Alyssa, Nicole, mm-hmm. um, Michael, Alyssa, Nicole, Monty, and, and one other person, and Amira. Mm-hmm. So he's like. No, he's, he's in prim- yeah. a prime spot. And that's where they saw me try to rally the troops of the guys. And I don't know how it was portrayed, but. I heard that they said I was the head of the snake with the guys. And I think I was, you know, I was just, you just talked the most. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Bro, literally, right away. Literally spoke the most. Right away. I was like, pooch, you were like up top. I was watching the feeds cause the show had happened and then mm-hmm. the feeds come on and I'm watching cause first night I'm like, pooch, why are you talking so I know, much? Man? Dude, I know. Talking so much. Just chill out. I know, man. That's But you're gaming that. Bro, that is one of the biggest mistakes that is made by people that go in the house. You're so excited, you want to play, mm-hmm. and you play super hard. It's not about it's not about that short game because anything in the beginning can rub somebody the wrong way. You didn't do it in the beginning, but you they had are. the backstage boss. Mm-hmm. But it was like it's just hard when you're gaming that hard that fast. It always ends up kind of hurting. I know. I went. High and I don't know why this Big Brother house is weird. It's just weird how that happens. <laughs> It sucks, man. Because I was like, Pooch. I was like, Pooch. If he gets a little bit further, you could do well because you seem like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like that would be something that's that's always something that's a benefit. But you screwed the Pooch. No doubt, for sure. I'll never forget it. It was an awesome experience. Wish it was longer. Uh, but you know, always be pooched upon. Uh, not how I, <laughs> not how I wanted to be remembered in Big Brother history. Uh, but it's something yeah. where I know I played. I'm fearless in life. I was fearless in the game. And it's mm-hmm. gotten me before, just like it has in life, where you know I took, I've taken too big of a shot, uh, just like I yeah. did in the game. But you live and you learn, and it's something yeah. where you know you, you see what happens, and it happens. So, <laughs> hey man, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You are one in a million. We always say this: how many people put in to be on this show? Mm-hmm. The opportunity that you were just at, blessed with is 
an incredible experience, whether you last one week, whether you go to the end of the game. And so you are now part of the Big Brother family. I appreciate you coming on here and joining us on the Winner's Circle. You are now a member of this Big Brother community. But for anybody that's watching this, where can they find you? What are your socials? And uh, what do you see for yourself now moving forward? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I do appreciate once you reached out, you and Tiffany also. Um, yeah. Shout out to Tiffany out for setting Tiffany, this up. For sure. Tiffany's awesome. Had a great conversa phone conversation with her where not even just we spoke about getting on the podcast, but also just about life and, you know, mental health and what to do after the show, get back into regular life. So I really do appreciate that. I appreciate you guys because mm -hmm. um, I love speaking about the game man. I'm a big brother fan. Yeah. I'm a diehard fan. Yeah. So I love speaking to y'all. Um, but yeah, man, uh, my Instagram and Instagram, Twitter, TikTok is all Poochie uh, underscore main uh, P. -O oh, let me see. I'm looking up. Make sure I just can read it exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, P-O-O-C-H-I-E underscore M-A-N-E-E-E. -E -E, Poochie main, just like Gucci main. Tried to make it catchy. <laughs> Tried to make it catchy, make it interesting. Uh, so for Did Twitter, you just Instagram, make that TikTok, up? No, I mean, I had it for uh, a couple of months now. So before the show. That's a good one. I like yeah, that. Poochie for sure. Man. A little different. Um, yeah, for next in life, man, I, uh, I'm i trying to decide right now if, what to do, kind of, because I love sports and I know that. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love coaching and being a football coach. And I actually already got re reached out by two universities about coming to coach. And it would have nice. to be like right now. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the thing where I'm deciding, you know, because I love coaching, but I kind of want to see where this goes. And I would love also doing something in uh, sports media, doing something for I'm a mm -hmm. big fan of Barstool. You know, I think my personality mm -hmm. and, you know, my humor would fit great with a, a brand like that. So I'm trying to decide, you know, do I want to get right back into coaching, uh, which I love, but it's also a, uh, you know, a 16, 17 hour a day, seven days a week. It's it's your mm -hmm. life. Um, Football is being a football coach is brutal. Absolutely, and I it, brutal. I, it, it's crazy, and I didn't real. I already turned turned down one or two uh, options just because it wasn't the right fit. But it was something where if this happened a couple months ago before Big Brother, I would have jumped on it like that. So it just mm -hmm. shows how a couple months can change your perspective and change, you know, yeah. big decisions you make, and you know how you want to, you know, change your life and lead your lead your own life. So I'm kind of deciding what I want to do next, whether that's coaching or possibly yeah. something in sports media, but I'm hoping I'll figure it out soon. Yeah, dude, I would say I was your age after the first time I went on the show when I had a full-time job and mm. you go on the show and you chase whatever you want to do. You're 24 years old. You have so much ahead of you and you just go down whatever avenue you feel, but don't get lost. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's always easy to kind of go down these different avenues. And then all of a sudden you take a couple turns and you're lost, like keep a focus, keep a goal. And, um, it, it's a great opportunity and there's literally no limits to what can happen after this. So absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to see what's next. I do appreciate it, man. Thank you once again. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for joining us and everybody else that joined us here for this interview. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Yes, sir.